I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, if you're here for the first time, welcome. If you've tuned in before, it's great to have you back. If you can do us a little favor and just rate, share, review the podcast when you're done, don't tell Igor, but I'll send him your way for a free hug. Okay, let's get on with the show. So comfy. Nice, nice little lunch break. How Thanks. was that for you? Good old Enjoy Greg's. That. Good old Greg's. Right. Here episode we... seven, Igor. Here we go. Another I mean, Monday, another episode. This is going to be going out in a few weeks, but we've just we've just published our podcast behind the scene, don't we? Yeah. It's live on Which iTunes, is... Spotify. Yeah, so we can kind of YouTube. say it. Now. Yeah. Which is mad. Thought <laughs> we've We've worked through little steps, haven't we? Yeah, we've overcome yeah. little hurdles that, you know, a few weeks ago we didn't know how to do that. No, no, not at all. Um, we've ticked those boxes off and we are now kind of officially podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, here we are. We're on episode seven. And today's topic is marketing strategies in 2022. Boom, boom, boom. So... Should we just dive straight in? Yeah, let's, let's just not, go. Let's not hang around. People know who we are by now. We don't need to introduce ourselves, do we? Yeah, let's just go. So, what is a marketing strategy? We'll just break it down in layman's terms first and just make it... Because it can kind of sound like a bit of an... Exactly, literally. Just you know, said if, you're, if, you're new to, if you're new to a creative industry or business, having a marketing strategy can make you feel a little bit kind of intimidated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your roadmap to show you? Or what's your roadmap for whatever you want to sell or whatever, whatever you want to give. Yeah. Would that be a... Yeah, kind a of. Well, I, mean, I think, I, I think mar- marketing is, is simply the idea that you are going to get yourself in front of your target audience. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's about yes. You know, showcasing you and your brand yeah. and getting your getting that out to the right kind of... The key is getting it to the right audience, yeah. not just any audience, because yeah. if you get to any audience, they're, they're not always the ones that are going to buy from you. It's getting, yeah. in front, it's getting yourself in front of the people that are going to buy buy from you, whether yeah. it's a product or a service. And then the strategy is just simply, I suppose, the arms that are going to make up that that plan. 
Yeah. You know, and you've got to kind of decide. We live in a world of, you know, huge opportunity and multiple channels and marketing concepts that yeah. you are now almost spoiled for choice. Yeah, yeah. There's no excuse really to not to sort of like know what to do in some ways or what sort of like avenues to I'd just to take get on because... yellow pages <laughs> just get it on the yellow pages and just wait get a couple of business cards hand them out to your friends and family docker snaps <laughs> <laughs> and just just see what comes from it oh here we go does the yellow page still exist yes it does um, it? Wow, it's probably it's probably online, but yeah. <laughs> so I suppose before we get into it, like that, like let's just rewind, sort of even like ten, fifteen years ago, and yeah. how different the landscape is now, yeah, compared to when you know maybe just a bit before we got yeah. into what what we're doing, yeah. Um, you know the in, the internet was in its infancy still, really, yeah. You know, Instagram didn't exist, yeah. YouTube was just kind of finding Taking its off. feet, yeah. Um. Facebook was probably the the biggest social marketplace. Yeah. So social platform. Um, yeah, but anybody that's been in business for the last five or six years will know that, you know, Facebook is now almost a you know, in terms of reach and potential to market itself, it's it you you have to pay for that yeah. service now, don't you? It's not a it's no longer a free service anymore. Yeah. Um, that's very much the way that Instagram is going, isn't it? Yeah. I think they're all going to be. I think, yeah. you know, it makes sense from their point of view. They want to They've, they've got to monetize their platforms, yeah. haven't they? It's just, you know, it's a no-brainer. But um, things have definitely changed. And things, I think this is one of our other takeaways, like maybe towards the back end of the episode, is that the landscape is, isn't going to stop yeah. evolving. Yeah. You know, it's part of our job and our responsibility as business owners to adapt and evolve. and Keep on changing. You know, one of the very early episodes we did, I think I talked about our, my previous business failing because, yeah. because we didn't adapt and we didn't move with the times. Yeah. We had, you know two or three really good years of trade on eBay mm-hmm. and we didn't understand why that just didn't continue. Yeah. You know, but that was because <laughs> we just failed to... To adapt. Failed to recognise that things were moving. Yeah. Man. <laughs> um, what, what do you think are the common mistakes that, that happen within people's businesses and in terms of marketing these days? People tend to try to attract everybody rather than just hone in into... A specific audience, a specific, um, yeah, specific audience, really, rather than just, I don't say just, but rather than identify, spend a good amount of time identifying who your market is, who you, who, who you're actually going to sell this, whatever your product is, um, or your services, um, identify those people and and run with it, run yeah. then then run the strategies that you that you want to implement and. Yeah, because if you, if you try to attract everybody, you're just shooting yourself in the foot, really. Yep. And I think well, it can get very expensive that way. Yeah, yeah. Either in time or in money. Oh, in money, in terms of ads, whatever route you go into. Yeah. Um. So I think identifying your audiences is. Well, I think once you identify your audience, you can also recognise what channels and platforms they're on and which ones they're consuming mm-hmm. more of, and you kind of give yourself a, you know, um you give yourself just a, a fighting chance from the beginning, don't you? And then it, yeah. then it becomes about kind of testing those strategies. And, yeah. you know, if you are going to get into the, the world of paid adverts, you know, a, a, a big lesson is, or a bit, a big, um, uh, a common strategy is to, is to test, uh, and yeah. test a lot at yeah. small prices mm-hmm. and then just mm-hmm. kind of, you need to compare them against each other. And yeah, that's it. then once you find the one that's, that's outperforming the others, then you, you kind of hone in on that one, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, any other comment, any other mistakes that you can think of? I mean, one that stands out for me is um, is people forgetting to kind of stay on brand. I think it's great that we live in an age where people want to open themselves up. And I think one of the huge advantages of today's social platforms is yeah. that you are giving people a real insight into who you are and, and what your business is about. Mm-hmm. But that also needs to be moderated. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're not losing your communication style and still communicating what you still sell or still whatever but yeah, yeah. you still bring your own voice to it rather than oh, okay let's sell now <laughs> yeah I think, yeah it's just about staying on brand isn't yeah. it and just remembering that people are always there they're always watching yeah. and seeing things and they can screenshot stuff and they yeah. can yeah they're gonna if you say Keep something you that's a bit, yeah if yeah. you're if you say something that's not appropriate they're gonna they're, they're forming an opinion on you yeah um so common mistakes i think the other the final one that i would i would mention in that is consistency <laughs> the amount of times we've come across and i'm sure you have as well like well we've come across photographers specifically that will you know question why they're struggling to get traffic or inquiries through let's say instagram yeah and you look at their strategy on instagram and it's where well, they tried it for two weeks and then they disappeared that's it and then they came back in three months and then tried again for another week and a half and you don't get instant results these days. No. You know, it's, you've got to play the long game. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the massive one, really, in terms of consistency. And, and it's so easy to see someone else that's being successful at whatever and and not just think it, it takes time. Yeah. And it takes pounding <laughs> to, to sort of, like, create whatever whatever the brand is. So, yeah. Well, like we have with this podcast already. Mm-hmm. You know, we've spent countless hours together working on this already yeah and at the time of this recording we haven't even had a single listener or view because we've not published it yet <laughs> yeah but we're we're consistently we're playing, showing we're up the long game yeah we're playing the long game okay so let's look at strategies for 2022 boom, boom, where boom. do you where do you want to start where should we go um yeah let's start at the top of our list really um multi-channel so you said multi-channel that just open up a little bit and then I'll I'll go in the yeah, back of just, you. Yeah, just, uh, it's really just about the, the options now that are at your disposal. Yeah. You know, from TikTok to Facebook to YouTube to Instagram to Pinterest. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's just five right off in quick succession. Yeah, you can keep going on and on, can't you? Um, Discord. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but there are, there are podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Yeah, these are, these are all marketing opportunities that are available yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, should you be on everything? No. Well, un- unless you can afford to be on everything. Mm-hmm. Because I think it comes down to whether you're, you know, again, it, there's a difference between whether you're selling a product or a service. I think people like you and I that are in a maybe more of a service-based industry, we ultimately have to, we can't scale our time as such. Yeah. So our time comes at a cost. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Whereas if you're selling a product... Yeah, once you've yeah put that groundwork into developing your product and, and getting it ready, it's marketing is really the bulk of the job, then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, it's it's about the getting that product into the into the right you know screens or devices for yeah, your like audience this. to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I think before we get into any of that and any of those ideas and strategies, it's just remembering about the the potential now that you have to let people into your world and your brand and and, yeah. and for them to see. You. you and what you're about yeah it shouldn't always be sell 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 you know people 
That was a very aggressive sell, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a very aggressive but sell. you get my point, right? It's not all about, it shouldn't always be about Darker snaps selling, in these selling, 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 because <laughs> all right. people, people see through that now. You know, that's not how anybody likes to be sold. Yeah. They like to feel like they can make a connection with a brand. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. give you something to run with? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I love that simply from the, from the, the point of, authenticity really because authenticity very much sells and people want to see you for who you are get to know you um inv- almost like investing you emotionally because especially yeah. especially in the area that we are, we are working on because uh, trust is such a massive thing isn't it oh massive huge um people are buying into us um so so yeah um that that should be the number one in in, in some ways really making sure that um you're allowing um people to really get to know the you and yeah yeah self-proclaimed um i'm bad at this i'm bad at sort of like letting <laughs> how many times do i have to say to you put your face on show your face on, show, your face, on, show your face but it is it's one of it is one of the biggest differentiating factors in marketing mm. you know you can put products side by side can't you and i think as photographers we're probably all a bit guilty of comparing ourselves to yes. other photographers and and actually the the biggest thing that separates you from the rest of the competition is is you is you yeah it's this this face <laughs> those teeth so come on people show your faces yeah. let's That's show it. let's show our faces yeah. no it's true though it is very true um yeah uh, it's i don't know it's a struggle for me at times but i know the rewards that w- would come from it if i did it again consistently consistency yeah yeah and that's you know that that for me is uh it's, it's another it's another point really that there are it feels like marketing now is far more time and labor um, intensive than it probably ever has been. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, 20 years ago may, may argue differently. They might, they might have a different take on that. Yeah. But we are overwhelmed with options and that's opportunity. It. That's exactly what was, what was But on the flip side of that coin, the potential now mm. is enormous. Yeah. Just the, the potential to scale a business, especially if you sell a product. I think obviously if you're selling a service, it's really you can't sell you can't physically sell yeah. yourself for more, can for you? more. it's just yeah. not possible but if you're selling a product like the world literally is your oyster now it's yeah. you know it, we live in such an accessible world yeah yeah if you're an artist or you're you know selling a, a small fashion line or mm-hmm. you know producing content that you can yeah you know, it's digital content that you can sell i mean the possibilities are endless yeah no i completely agree and i think as well that um oh my point my point my point is gone come on, <laughs> my come point on, is gone come uh, on. it's coming it's coming did you uh, write it do we have it in our notes or is it no no it was no, no. Literally, literally on this oh yeah that was it um still not quite well formulated but um the whole idea just in some ways going back to what you were saying about not um using all of the options that you have in terms yep. of all those multi-channels um identify the ones that you are strong at identify the ones that whatever um i getting you more the most results really yeah and and run with them run hard really because yeah i think so many times especially in, in our day and age where you get so many options in terms of the avenues that you can market yourself are presented to yourself and you oh it's it's you feel overwhelmed by it and and you feel in some ways guilty that the fact that oh, I'm not doing TikTok or not doing Twitter or whatever it is. We're really. getting on TikTok, aren't we? 
we gang on TikTok. We are on TikTok. So we are actually on TikTok. What's yeah. our handle on TikTok? And the radio.co. There you go. So go just, I mean, there might not be a video on that yet. Yeah, but, we're, but but again, it's just it's one thing that's coming because we've seen that we've seen the potential in it. We've we've done some research into uh, mm-hmm. you know where our audience are. You know how competition perform on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't just a dancing channel now, is it? No, there are. Yeah, you know, there are other podcasts on there and they've got, you know, huge following and, and generated big numbers. So yeah. we're kind of going, we're recognizing that and going, okay, is this worth our time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can see the potential mm-hmm. and we're going to, you know, use that phrase that we always seem to use it, like lean into it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. No, but if that. after, if after four or five months, it doesn't generate anything for us, then we'll, you know, reassess, reassess constantly, yeah. you know, marketing. If you, if you don't, if you aren't aware of your numbers and you aren't analyzing that kind of data, mm-hmm. you, you're wasting. You're, you're wasting either your time or your money. Yeah, yeah. You can't grow what you don't. You don't know how to. You can't grow really what you don't know the numbers of. No, of course say. not. So, well, like you just said, oh, oh, there's some things doing really well. Yeah. In which case, you do more of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you only know that if you know it's doing well. Yeah. Or something's not doing well. In which case, you need to chop it and you save that time or that money and redirect yeah. it into the one that's doing well. It's, it's a simple process. Yeah. Um, one thing we wrote down here that I'm, I want to ask you about is collaborations mm-hmm. and you used a great word when we were just sort of brainstorming this and that it was cross-pollinate. <laughs> Two great words and I loved it. <laughs> we're being do, bees here. We're tell. being bees. Do tell Eagle. Um, yeah, but uh, the whole idea of um, collaborating with someone and, and cross-pollinating audiences really, I think that's huge and it's um, probably five years ago, six, seven years ago, um, it wouldn't have been a a thing that people would consider in a sort of like normal way or they wouldn't consider it in a, in a comfortable way that's yeah. better said because um oh no you can't do that you're stealing With his audience yeah, yeah exactly um whereas today instagram is really pushing it it's pushing you to collaborate with others um, even with the buttons in the way you tag your collaborators, because um, that's how social media, how social media, that's how companies, um, products, um, services grow. Really, yeah. that's you only have to look at some of the big brands now and mm-hmm. what they do. And just follow them. Yep, and look at how many times they collaborate with mm-hmm. either individual brands or smaller brands, or they, you know, if if they're doing it, you have to say to yourself, why are they doing it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I would love to see it more within within our industry. Yes, we do see it in other industries, mm. but I would actually love to see it more within our industry where people are actually teaming up. Um, the whole idea of we are competition rather than collaborators. Do you think, do you think we move? Do you think we've moved away from that that time a bit more now? Like that that age of I won't talk to that photographer because they they might they might steal my work from me. Mm. Or do you, think yes that, do, no. do you think that still exists? Yeah, yes, 100%. It definitely still exists. But um, I think the ones that are being successful at it um, are the ones that are very much collaborating and realising that um, there's different ways of actually marketing their business. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like, look, look at this, this podcast, for example. So we're bringing guests on board mm-hmm. that are going to help us grow yeah. our audience, Yeah. right? Yeah, but that goes two ways. Those yeah. people that are going to come on this podcast, we're giving them a platform to to reach an audience yeah. and to voice their brand and their business. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then you—that's just with the episode. Mm. That isn't even just the 
the social marketing, media or, the marketing yep. strategy that comes with that is yep. we slice that content up we both get to service it and use it yep. we both get to reach an audience and it becomes a kind of like a, a self-fulfilling you know it just it feeds that whatever the, the the system is yeah it becomes a, it becomes a, a marketing machine in some ways isn't it so just through sharing content yeah yeah and ideas and discussions it's, it's great it's great and and the beauty of it as well is that um we all stand to gain yes we as yep. we as hosts stand to gain the, the the guest stands to gain but you as an audience you stand to gain because you're constantly learning new things constantly being introduced to new people and, and new ideas new ways of seeing and doing yeah. things and yeah what's not to like amazing i'm sold <laughs> <laughs> i have something on the tip of my tongue and this is going to happen quite a lot i yes. suspect as you were talking i was like i can't interrupt you because i'll but I want to interrupt you because I was thinking of something. It's going to come back to me in a bit. Um, okay. Moving on to the next point. In fact, I'm going to jump forward slightly. I'm going to move on to the one bef- the one after that, which is often a, an overlooked part of marketing, I, I think, because it's not, because it's not, um, we'll get to it in a second, because it's not a social channel or it, there's nothing there that's tangible as such. Mm-hmm. Like servicing your, or serving your existing clients and your previous clients mm-hmm. is often neglected as a as a huge marketing opportunity. Yeah, because you're trying to get new, new, Because new, it's new, always new, about new, new work, new yeah. work. But actually, the people that have invested and committed to you as a business or a brand, mm-hmm. you've still got work to do there. But yeah. the, the marketing reach that one person can bring to your business is, especially in today's yeah. age now, yeah. where you have people going to let's say like restaurants and tagging the food in the restaurant or you know going into a, a shop and buying some clothes mm-hmm. and tagging the you know the reach from that one person if that person's got you know a couple of thousand followers that's yeah it's free marketing yeah i mean it very nothing's much is. ever quite free is it but mm-hmm. it's as free as you can get yeah it very much is and yeah i, I completely agree and it, in, in some ways it goes it goes with the idea of um, just taking care of the people that you have, isn't mm. it? And making sure that you are consist- consistent, not just simply in in the in the marketing that you're providing, but you're consistent consistent in what you are delivering, whether it's a product, whether it's a service. Be consistent with it because that consistency will get you more clients through the ones that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other point that I was going to say is, um, whilst yes, we we we're talking about the the clients that you have is also the people that you've perhaps worked with um, in the past, or yes, the, or the ones that you currently have, but mainly the ones that you um, worked with in the past. They, those those people, those services, those business, those clients, whatever, um, there's still there's still opportunities there mm. for you to market yourself and. and and it's very much the whole idea of constantly being on people's mind. Um, and I think you're brilliant at this in, in terms of like, you're constantly showing up. So that would mean that um, a specific client that you had or a specific, specific vendor or whatever that you've worked with previously, they'll have constantly, Sam constantly in mind. Yeah, because, and, and I think it's a drip feed approach as yeah. well. That was one of the points I was going to mention. We talked about, See? in the, we talked in the research bit or before we chatted about mm-hmm. Gary V's. Yeah, what was jab, 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 right hook. Yeah. You know, and again, it's people don't like to be sold to, like constantly being sold to. It's, yeah. it's 
you know, just being a bit more softer and gentle. And just yeah. and for me, it's about being, you know, just drip feeding content and mm-hmm. bringing value to people yeah. when they see me appear. If they, mm-hmm. I hope I bring a bit of value to them or, you know, a bit of lighthearted entertainment, whatever it might be, yeah. you know, and then if I do have something to sell, it feels a bit more genuine and a bit yes. more authentic. Yeah. And people will want to actually be sold to in some ways because, um, they've already consumed your content and in some ways it actually feels like, oh yeah, it actually feels natural to yeah. to give towards this. Not even give because they know that we'll receive something back. But yeah, yeah. you get my point. Great stuff. Mailing list. Ooh. Is it an overlooked strategy? Oh, very much is. Very much is. Um, and uh, at least in the UK, I don't know. Um, I don't hear people talking about it too much. I don't really. think you do in our not in our industry. Yeah, not as mu- not as much as maybe it should be. Um, in the US, yes, very much so. Um, no matter what the industry is, really, you very much hear it. Um, but in terms of mailing lists here in the UK, I don't I don't hear it, and I, I wish I would hear it more in terms of the the importance of it because um, we had this conversation today. Um, Instagram. Facebook, whatever, all of that could disappear literally in a day. Yeah. Where, how are you going to communicate with your clients? How's MySpace going? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It was a bit of a a one-off, a bit of a one-off, but we've mentioned Tumblr on this before and Flickr and I was chatting to me there about Photobox and all all of these things that, you know, although we live in, although Instagram and Facebook and YouTube are now absolute juggernauts. Yeah. You can have 50k. Strange things have happened. Yeah, you can have 50k of followers or contributors, whatever, in those sort of accounts. If that gets taken away in one day, yeah. what are you going to do? So, so it's. I suppose the lesson is not having all your eggs in that one basket. Exactly. And with mailing lists, you really control it. You control it yourself. You control um, the medium to. You control. First of all, you control what you communicate, mm. but you have control of easy access do you, to your. Do you audience. think? Do you think people are more invested? if they've chosen to subscribe to your mailing list? Yes, of course, yes. They've committed to, in some ways. Um, it's I, say, quite, I say committed. I, I, suppose, I suppose I'm getting to the point of like, it's quite easy just to follow an account. Mm-hmm, exactly, but that's what I was gonna bi- say. Is it a bigger thing to just, subs- it, it feels like a really, you know, I don't know, like a like a bigger commitment to or investment to. It's not in some ways. It's the only investments that you, that you're doing is time, really, mm. because they're giving their time to literally listen or read whatever you have to say, really, um, whether they want to do or not. That's that's their choice, isn't it? Yeah. But um, I think it's time, really. Um, but at the same time, it's 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 showing, it's telling, and it says much about you and your business when someone subscribes. Yes, yeah. I want to listen to you. Yes, I want to know more about you and your product and whatever you offer. Yeah, yeah. And I think again, it's it's embracing the same, the same approach that we've talked about when it comes to showing content on social. It's it shouldn't it shouldn't be a, a uh, you know a, a strong selling email. It, it should be just a kind of an, a portal into what's happening in your business this mm-hmm. week or today or you know what's happening with the products. Um, but I think if it's harnessed properly, I think it can be, it can be incredibly powerful. And one of the guests we've got lined up in the next few weeks is going to be chatting a bit more about how they use mailing lists, yeah, you know, effectively and efficiently in in their business. So yeah, absolutely. That's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, SEO. Yeah, um, SEO. It's for me. It's it's one of those that I've sort of taken taken the the foot off the gas really in terms of that because. 
um, the results are coming in. The results yeah. are coming in. Yeah. Um, I think um, I've done the hard work. Um, I feel established. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's. I think that's, that's fair. That's that's the right way of saying it. At the same time. Um, I see an opportunity with it, and especially now um, redesigning a whole website and everything else. And yes, new new ideas or new ways of um, doing SEO will will be implemented because of it, really, because of the whole new site and everything else. But yeah, it is an important thing, hundred um, percent. But again, it's we're saying all these strategies, but it's you, you as an audience, you have to identify wherever your client is yeah. coming from. It's it's all well and good. Um, you sort of like put all this time and effort into whatever AdWords or whatever, yeah, um, titles, I think, whatever I think it's you about want. putting yourself in the position of your clients and, yeah. and recognizing how they're going to find you. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a SEO and, and Google search isn't going to apply to every business that's listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. Yeah. But for a lot of them, it's going to be, you know, if you have a location or you have a specific product you're looking to sell that yeah. people are actively searching for, yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, and and also to say, if you really want to play the SEO game, um, get into YouTube. Whether it's I don't know through whichever way you can sort of like mm. introduce your business within that that sphere, go into YouTube because outside of Google. Um, YouTube is the biggest search engine in the world at the moment. So yeah, yeah people don't find themselves, well, they do, um, but people don't find themselves solely, solely um, Googling um, chicken and tikka masala recipe or something like that. Yeah. You literally go to YouTube. Yeah, and, of course you, you know, and, and even even YouTube, uh, even if you do it on Google, it brings up YouTube videos at the exactly. top. So that, that says it all. And, and I think just the final little caveat on SEO, and, and I suppose this is for, this could apply to a lot of the strategies really is to, is to play the long-term game. There are mm. no, there are no quick fixes to any of these strategies. Are there? You yeah, know, you have to be in this for the long run. Yeah, yeah, and it's the whole idea that you have to put in the work at the same time, um, the same way that you would really, really invest your time into SEO in terms of. Um, and I'll say, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, fo- I'm following you. Yeah. <laughs> Short-term gain, long-term pain. That's what that's what we discussed, Igor. <laughs> but it is. It's like it's the idea that if something is too good to be true, yeah, it's too good to be true. Yes. So if somebody phones you up saying I can get you to page one of Google, yeah, no, they can't. Yes, you know, if somebody says buy ten thousand followers on Instagram because it's going to boost your yes, yes, you know, yeah, just walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. If if it looks too good to be true, yeah, you know how to do it. Okay, next next strategy. Socials. Where do we start with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok? What do you want to? How do you even start to unpick? I mean, I, I kind of one thing that I thought of earlier that I didn't get to talk about was Facebook and, and referencing that Facebook had, you know, the the marketing potential of Facebook had dropped off a cliff, mm-hmm. you know, a few years ago, which it did, mm-hmm. but actually the power of Facebook is still there oh, yes. in a totally different way because it allows you to develop and build a community. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely found that with the course. So everybody that's in the course is part of a private group and they get to ask questions. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm kind of helping photographers. So, you know, I'm servicing their businesses through a Facebook group. Yeah. You know, so although the reach of maybe posting a photo on there isn't, mm-hmm. isn't there anymore. Yeah. 
it still harnesses a huge amount of power yeah. from a marketing point in terms of view. Of community it's just in a different and, yeah. it's just a different way. Yeah. It just has a different yeah. It just has a completely different um goal or or way of serving us as businesses than yeah. we used to. And yeah, I think Instagram has just been huge, at least we both openly oh, without, can see that. Without doubt. Can say that I really. think if it's done right, you're onto something i don't know yeah that what I, yeah i was no, waiting no. for you to think something, but <laughs> no on, no no that's it that's exactly it and um and still today I, I i think that yes it's a lot harder to to grow grow and grow bigger audiences but i think that it should definitely be at the forefront of of what you do as a as a business because um it's what people are seeing people are constantly scrolling and and yeah. using their phones it's it's more than they are on the computers really saying so. and i think we're lulled into this um idea as well that you know two thousand followers five thousand followers it's nothing there's mm-hmm. nothing there mm-hmm. you know because some people out there have got 32 million followers yeah exactly you know and it makes us feel as businesses that we're not really doing anything yeah. right or well no. you might get two or three followers a day mm-hmm. but actually they might be two or three customers yeah they might be 10 15 customers you know, and, and I think sometimes you've got to separate yourself from those big accounts yeah. of famous people or huge brands yeah. and just recognize that you are building something slowly. And if you keep servicing that yeah. audience and, and offering them content that is of value to them and they want to see, mm-hmm. when it comes to that point when you go, hey, I've got a little sale on today or um, I've dropped a new product, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. You know, that's the point at which you can then convert those people um, and just not get in just not beating yourself up over those numbers it's like the numbers thing is just a it's such a distorted view on um but going back to the numbers literally even if you have like a thousand followers if 10 percent of that become your clients that's that's incredible that's incredible Mm. that's 100 people that are really invested in your brand in you in you and your business um so yeah yeah um the the power of it it's it's crucial it's still there so yeah so yeah but TikTok. Yeah, well, I th- that was the next point. And I was almost going to say to you, we can't really talk about TikTok because we're not we're not really on it yet and we don't know much about it and we don't. We're going to, over the next four or five months, we're probably going to learn a little bit. I yeah. think from our point of view, the key here um, is generating this content once mm-hmm. and being able to slice it up into various formats yeah. and redistribute it. Yeah. I think that is going to be the key. Yeah. Um, what what we don't want to be doing is having to produce separate bits of content for each channel because otherwise it's just going to no, it's, not it's gonna, just going to swallow our time yeah. and that's not going to be feasible. So yeah, we're diving into it and experimenting. Maybe let's do a maybe you know in a few months' time mm-hmm. let's just pass on a few lessons from yeah. TikTok. Yeah. See see how it goes down. What we learn about TikTok. No, I like that. Um, well, the final that? final point really is just to talk about video and YouTube. Yeah. And I suppose the is it the scariest one out of the lot and the most un- it's, I wouldn't say it's it's, it's not the most untapped. time consuming it's the most it? time consuming I think it in, I think it intimidates people more mm-hmm. like that putting your face in front of a camera yeah does take a while to kind of get round, get your head around yeah um, but again the rewards can be pretty big mm-hmm. if you can master it and yeah. you can be at ease with it yeah yeah, I I think that the, the amount of time that I've spent just consuming YouTube in general, it's it's ridiculous if I really think about it. 
but the amount of eyeballs that you are able to have through it it's it's just incredible really so it's a no-brainer really for mm. us to sort of put this in it and and again just see how we can learn see how we can grow see how we can yeah invest in ourselves and our businesses and <laughs> yeah well it's something i've tried to, it's something i've tried to do with the studio and, and my photography businesses to try and do like a weekly kind of almost vlog but even that that's take you know i still haven't published an episode yet mm-hmm. i've got one almost ready to go but it, yeah there's a lot more that goes into it than meets the eye definitely mm-hmm. um how do you find the whole going back to it but how do you find the whole thing of just showing your face just kind of like i think it's i think it's just part of the process you know i i I can still remember you know what where are we like 18 months down the line from just doing a first talking to instagram Mm -hmm. and that was terrifying yeah you know and for the first five six seven months i would refilm stuff i'd I'd keep plugging away and trying yeah now if i go and film something it's like boom done not even thought about it it's just out there you know the next stage for me and my business is to be able to talk to camera without having a script or a teleprompter there and it's just talking to a lens I'm finding that incredibly difficult yeah, because I have a complete mental block. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking down the barrel of a gun. Going, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, oh, and, and even here, even here yeah, in this, this is, episode. This is challenging it's, at times. It's, it's, this is a skill. This is a skill to be able to literally just look somewhat, look a, a lens in the yeah. eye and, and just communicate. Well, that's probably why we're doing it together because we're like just holding each, <laughs> we're holding hand, each other's hands. We're holding each other's hands. If you do it, I'll but, do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, no. I think that again, in terms of of a skill to to sort of like learn and grow and apply into your business it's massive really because you'll be able to sell so much not necessarily sell just really present yourself that's mm. it that's 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 the point really present yourself in a manner that's comfortable and yeah as an audience you'd be like yeah i'd buy from that guy yeah i'd yep. want him um and his services and whatever else, really. Yeah. Um, and again, to the whole point that we said previously, it, it just instills that sense of trust. It instills that sense of, yeah, I get this guy. Mm. Yeah, it's um, oh, it's just, it's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys. I feel, See, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we've just had a really concentrated hit of marketing and my, my mind is just starting to just wonder. <laughs> Um, but I think if you can, I think if you can implement some kind of YouTube strategy into your business, mm-hmm. I think the potential is huge. You only have to look at the brands and the businesses that are doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them have a video presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's just a reflection of the marketing potential that you have. And this is yeah. exactly what this episode is about: is to get people that are listening to this thinking about how can I implement yeah. these strategies into my into my plan. Yeah. Um, but one of the points you made at the very beginning or very early on is about making sure that you can do them each one well and consistently. Yeah. Don't spread yourself too thin. You know, you're better off doing three or four right and nailing each one than doing six or seven mm-hmm. half-heartedly. Yeah. Um, and then there we have it, really. Um, obviously, it's all going to change in three months' time anyway. So the landscape <laughs> will just shift and we'll all, what we've just talked about will be completely null and void. So I don't know if that was any use to anybody. So the but, last 40 minutes or whatever that you've been listening waste. to. <laughs> Anything no. you want to wrap up with? Um, I feel like we've covered a lot of topics there in a very quick, In a very short time, time yes. Um, you can very much... Um, it, w- it was quite generalised in some ways, but it's just, again, just a... W- 
just to get people thinking and just to get people sort of like self-analyzing themselves really and what and and analyze their strengths of what they're good at what they're not and and choose perhaps as you said three avenues where they can literally go in and hit hard and market their business really so and just to wrap up what are the what are the what are the kind of cornerstones for doing you know each channel what's the kind of what are the fundamentals that need to, you know, if you commit to one of those channels, what, what are the fundamental yeah, elements? Um, it's, it's consistency. It's, it's the, it's the one thing really. Um, <laughs> and even as we, as we keep talking for episodes and everything else, it's, it's the one word that keeps, keeps popping up. Yeah. Maybe the, <laughs> um, our, our podcast should, should be called consistency or yeah. something like that related well, to let's, it. Let's see if we've, let's see if we've still managed to put an episode <laughs> a week out in two months time, shall we? before we no we definitely will <laughs> we definitely will but i think yeah i think consistency is huge and just i think you i think you mentioned or like being authentic as well earlier on and that's mm-hmm. you know it's just such an often overlooked mm. part of any marketing strategy for me yeah so for me i think that um yeah the challenge um that i'll set myself is really just to show my face just show my face more and more really and should we do an in, do you want to do an insta live in a minute Igor? should oh, we do no. that no it's too scary <laughs> Yes, let's do it. Let's do it because it's okay. literally, yeah. yeah. Well, let's say goodbye to these guys. Yeah, that's it. What thanks for it? thanks for this tuning in. This is perfect. Um, <laughs> again, share it on Insta. Yep. Check us out on TikTok. Hopefully we've posted one by this point. Yeah. Um, comment on YouTube. What else? What are the channels we're using for marketing? We're not uh, really doing, we haven't really got a Facebook group, have we? No, we do haven't. We need, no. Do we need a Facebook group? We can look at that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Mailing list. <laughs> Boom. Have a good one, guys. See you in the next episode. Another episode bites the dust. Thank you so much for tuning in in order to help this podcast grow and to keep bringing value and ideas in your ears. So if you could please like, share and subscribe, that would be amazing. Especially leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. All those little things, it will help us grow this brand and community and feed our kids. <laughs> and in turn, allow us to bring more guests and ideas to your weekly hits of Another Idea. See you next Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.